When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Shackles Are Off podcast. Uh, thanks for downloading, subscribing. Thanks to Paul Nixon as well uh, for being our last guest. And um, yeah, thank you to you as well for all the nice messages and tweets and all that kind of stuff that you've sent us as well. Tell all your mates about it because, you know, they might like cricket, they might not. But tell them about it anyway and see if they want to download it. Um, We've been downloaded in New York, haven't we? Yeah, we have. All over the world. Yeah, all over the world. Yeah, in Australia, New Zealand, New York. There's like some random countries as well. I've not got the list in front of me, but yes. Whatever random country you're in, thank you very much. We're reaching for the stars. We want to top the charts down the Long way to go, yeah. Long way to go. Long way to go. But this guest might help us on the way, actually. Um, but before we talk about who we've got on this week's podcast, we want to... Come on, I'm itching. I'm itching. Talk, I, can't, I, I don't on. know why we're talking about this on the intro, because it's really going to frustrate me. But uh, you might have remembered at the start, we did a bit of promo for... Um, money, money, was it Sportbet? Uh, Sportnation.bet. Sportnation.bet, yeah. Good that I know the name of it. Um, <laughs> our betting partner at the Barmy Army, the Shackle Rock podcast. And we're talking about the Grand National, because we recorded the podcast ahead of the Grand National. Um, and Chris... Annoyingly, you called the winner, didn't you? Absolutely, James. I called the winner and tipped it to the 6,000 subscribers that we've had by now. So I'm hoping at least 5,000 of you won at least 100 quid on it. Who so trust you, though? Tiger, well, it did. there we go. That should be the thing that they go to now, and they should listen to me on every podcast. Famous last words, huh? Even my quizzes, but... Might not be great sometimes, but my tips are always good. So, Tiger Roll, thank you. Davy Russell, legend. What a bet that was. Sport Nation, hope you didn't have to pay too many people out. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Come on, you're shafted our sponsors here by giving those good tips. Uh, Brooksy, you called a horse as well. How did that get on? Yeah, I, I, when I was just flicking through the names, I picked out Warrior's Tail just for the warrior in the name. Yeah, head by Warrior. Um, I ironically picked it out in the Yorkshire sweepstake, and it was only about 30, 40 to 1, I think. All right. And maybe might be a bit higher. And I thought, oh, well. Can't, probably won't be that badly, surely. Fell at the first. 
Oh, <laughs> nice. See ya, mate. Fella the fish. Uh, Probably Gluna. <laughs> <laughs> moving uh, on swiftly. Yeah, moving on swiftly. Uh, so the guest we've got on actually is um, is somebody that I've wanted to chat to for a little while. He's a bit of a he's a, again elder statesman of county championship cricket, isn't he? Um, it's James Foster, wicketkeeper. Played for England young as well. Looking forward to hearing what he's got to say. You know him a little bit, Jack, don't you? Free, yeah, I've played against him for quite a few years now. Um, he's just a top man, really nice guy. Um, quite Can be quite feisty on the field, real good competitor. As you expect for someone who's been around for 20 years and um, played at the highest level. And he's, um, he's got some seriously good stories, and um, in particular one on Sachin Tendulkar as well. Great gloveman, Chris, as well. Yeah, great. A little bit of a wicketkeeper myself when I don't break my fingers. But <laughs> He's not. Um, growing up watching telly, watching England in around 2001 to 2003, he, he was the man, wasn't he? Um, I know he's, he was big in the Barmy Army as well, so can't wait to see what he's got to say. And he's, um, I reckon, looking at him on TV, he's still looking quite well for his age. He is. He is indeed, yeah. So we'll talk about Sassin Tendulkar and a few other things as well. He's quite a dry-witted bloke, I'm led to believe. So... Uh, yeah, let's get into it. It's James Foster on the Shackles Rock podcast. I remember going to the old, um, going to B&Q in Billericay. And um, I thought, right, I've got Living the dream. Living on the edge. I'm going into the old, the doors open up, and then I'm trying to get a garden blower. Because, you know, I'm a mature man. Yeah, yeah, blowing your leaves around your garden. yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I've gone in there, I've in the Essex kit, and the bloke goes, uh, he's like selling windows. I thought, all right, mate, all right, all right. Play Essex, do you? I went, uh, well, kind of, a little bit. And um, I'm probably actually a bit embarrassed. Why are you wearing an Essex kit, by the way? Well, we've been training. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, no, I don't just wear Essex kit <laughs> on a regular day. It's a Sunday afternoon. And uh, he was like, oh, what do you do? And I said, well, I kind of keep a little bit, and I try to bat. And he went, oh. You foster? I went, yeah, I am. He went, why well, are you not retired yet? Like, oh, thanks, buddy. It's devastating. That is quality. To be fair, I was looking on your Wikipedia and um, you had your benefit year seven years ago. Are you still benefiting from it now? I think I'm in line for a testimonial. You can get a testimonial, can yeah, Or if, whatever it's called. I don't know. I don't know what it's called. If, if, if I drag my career One out more year for 20, more years, Yeah, I think so. About, yeah, I've done 18, 19 years or something. So it was, yeah, there's a there's an out, outside chance, but um, that is a worry. Well, having said, Siddy did that, didn't he? I was going to say, Siddy. I think Siddy had a testimony. He, yeah, uh, he got one last year. Back he, he had, had half the um, season. One at, he had one at Knotts. Knotts. And, yeah, Yorkshire Grant. He had one, one, at, one at Knotts and then left immediately. Pretty much, yeah, cashed yeah. in. Savage, that, isn't it? You're a one-club man, aren't you? What can I say? You're a London boy as well, yeah. So it's pretty much yeah, local East team. London, East well, well, Essex boy, East London on the old borderline. The uh, no, grew up. Um, do you know who was born at the same hostel as himself? Apart from Nick Brown, and apart from Adam Weeter. Right. Okay. Two big names. <laughs> Massive. <laughs> David Beckham. Really? Whips hospital. Cross Hospital. Yeah. Good genius. Similar looking bloke, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind being a pound behind him. That's for sure. Yeah, just a bit, just Jeez. a bit. He's probably an Essex fan. Yeah, yeah probably. boy, isn't he? Yeah, he Jimford. is. Yeah, he could. He, he definitely probably could be an Essex fan. He probably knows who you are. That's quite oh, cool. M- more than likely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think he understands. <laughs> <laughs> he probably does. Um, I was going to say. So, was it always Essex for you then? Was it always going to be Essex? It was not going to be another looking for another county. Um, when I first got on a staff, 
So I think it was 99 got involved with England under-19s. And there was Mike Gatting was head coach and John Abrahams. And I wasn't contracted at the time. And I was like in the squad of 20 and it was getting narrowed down to 16. But I didn't get picked to go on the tour. Um, but I remember talking to Mike Gatting then saying, look, I'm gagging to play professional cricket. And he was involved with Middlesex at the time. I think he was still maybe coaching. And I said, look, have you got any backup keepers? I just want to get involved. And so I was actively looking, but not really knowing how to go about it. But it's just got a new gap a little bit. So, But then soon after that, I don't know if one way or another it sort of filtered back to Essex because we had Robert Rollins and Barry Hyam. So that they told me at the end of the summer, look, we've got, you've got no chance because we've already got two keepers. I was like, yeah, fair, fair enough. But um, then I think in January time, maybe after I had the conversation, maybe, I don't know if it filtered back, and they said, oh, we're going to offer you a contract. And um, I was like, absolutely buzzing. And you know, I'm an Essex boy, so it's a no-brainer for myself. I, I guess, you know, along the way, a few opportunities maybe come up where counties say, oh, do you fancy maybe joining us? Um, and But ultimately, you know, well, I mean, it's too easy playing at Essex. What I mean is I'm, I love Essex. I live in Essex. Always wanted to play for Essex. And it was, you know, great pitch. Um, you know, the what, only way, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. Come on. <laughs> but back then, you would have had Gooch, Hussein. Um, Nass was a big names with him. Nass was, yeah, no, Gucci had finished. I'm not that old. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, we had Ronnie, Paul Pritchard, um, Stewie Law was our overseas. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, yeah, Nass, what did he finish in 2004? I've actually got his chest pad still. So he got his chest pad what in a fact that is. 19, I think 89 or 90 when he toured Australia. It's just, I don't know if you. Ming in chest pad, it's filthy. I can, I can imagine. So it's like a yeah. vest. So if if I was, it's like a crop top with this pathetic like shin pad in there. But so it's what Greg is. So when yeah. um, I, I remember when Nas retired, because <clears throat> I was always grew up admiring Nas, even though Shotgun. cricket wasn't really my uh, my uh, chosen sport growing up. But his old man used to coach me at Alford Indoor Cricket School, and always saw him. I was like, wow, this bloke's amazing. Obviously, I was completely wrong, but he. Um, when he retired, I texted him saying, you know, I think it's called 100 against New Zealand. Right. I think it might have been at Lords. Okay. When he ran out of Strauss, when he was maybe yes, going to get yeah, his 200s. Yeah, yeah. And, and anyway, he finished off getting 100 because he was under a lot of pressure at the time. But I think Sky were sniffing around. Retired after that. And I said, congratulations, great career, mate. Can I have your chest pad? And unbelievably gave it to me. But it, abs but it absolutely stank. <laughs> By all accounts, he never, used, he never washed it. So I remember giving it to my mum, who unstitched this like shin pad. And like washed it, washed it, washed it, still stinking, washed it, washed it, washed it. And I still use it today. I mean, it's, it would, if it hits me, it's going to absolutely break a rib. But it's, <laughs> it's just, I wore it once. Cause I never had chest. I wore it. And then I got runs one day and I was like, classic. Yeah, you know, classic I mean, superstition. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's definitely. pathetic. But. Just a bit. Quality. And then soon after, soon after, you know, you'd signed for Essex, you were playing for England as well. Like so yeah, soon. Yeah, that was bizarre. Um, so I signed for Essex in 99. Played in the second team that year, went off to Durham University, and I yeah. Then Robert Rollins retired that winter, so I was like, oh, um, there's two keepers now. So I thought, you know, I'll just chip away in the second team. And but then I got into the side back end of the year 2000. So I played four, I think, first class games, and then got picked for an A tour. So it was myself and Chris Reed who went to, went to West Indies, and I thought I'd literally died and gone to heaven. It was just. I was buzzing. I remember putting on the old 
the old um, red three lines. I remember p- placing it like day before we fly. And I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> I, I remember so trying good. it on in my room and I'm just like, <laughs> and, and then we, we get there, we get to Grenada and I'm like, right, I'm going to the swimming pool by myself, complete, no, you know, normal, nobody, no mates. <laughs> and I'm in the swimming pool and I'm sculling my back and I'm, and there's this like waterfall. And I'm thinking, geez, I've made it here. So, I mean, what, what a life. I was, you know, literally, I'm I'm still at uni, and then had a had a great trip. We were there for like two months. So City was involved in that. Chris Silverwood, um, who was so Chris Ree, Rick Ramsalenki, Mark Lane was captain. We had Morsey, Pete Moores was head coach. Jimmy Whitaker was a manager. Uh, Aftab Abib, who else we have? Oh, John Crawley, absolute legend. So anyway, so we had a really good, great winter. But it was a quiet one as well. <laughs> some of those names <laughs> it was it was a lot of fun and um so yeah so we came came back to the summer then i played a little bit for uni still a little bit for essex i remember got a few runs against australia in a, in a tourist game i think i was just backing away and just <laughs> panicking but i mentioned get maybe edged a few down a third man got 70 odd and i remember nas was playing and i don't know whether that was obviously a good in, environment to get a few runs we had like gillespie McGrath. Um, Brett Lee and uh, was it McGill? No, it was Miller. Miller was funky Miller, and um, and then I played maybe I don't know twelve games, and then I got picked for England, and it was bizarre. I mean, I was again, I was buzzing, um, but it just happened really, really quickly. It's incredible, isn't it? But you've earned, but you don't, you must have felt like you weren't it at that stage, or did you feel like a bit of an imposter? Um, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, very nice. Um, <laughs> I. I don't really know. I mean, it just all happened. It just kept going, like happening, like this. Just kept going up and up and up. And I thought, right. Cause I always, when I was younger, I thought maybe when I was about eighteen, I thought I want to play for England. Then. I mean, we all think that, but I just How thought. How old were you? I was twenty-one, um, and yeah, look, I played no cricket really. And it, you, you look back at it, and even actually, I did okay when I played. But I remember when I played one-day cricket. For England, and I hadn't didn't have any shots. I, mean, I don't have any, any shots now, but I, but I pretend to play a few. I'm glad you got in there. Before yeah, yeah. But I literally <laughs> I remember facing Daniel Vittori, and and I was like, "What am I going to do?" <laughs> yeah. And I ended up just chipping once my wicket walked off, and I was like, I almost felt like I was inefficient. You know, I wasn't not necessarily good enough. But I just didn't have any tools. Yeah. Um, and then I remember then coming back, and then I remember 2003 when Gucci was our coach and he was, um, and then he was like teaching us how to play spin and dabs and clipping over mid wicket and reverse. I was like, Jesus, I wish I knew all this sort of stuff when I played. Very good reverse sweeper as well, no, by the way. Uh, again, really... I pretend to, but I get out more often than not. But... How can you pretend to play a reverse sweep? <laughs> oh, you, but you, you play it, you think, oh, I just missed it. And you get your hobs knocked off and you just walk <laughs> off. <laughs> Haven't seen so. him get out to it. <laughs> a few hundreds though in your, in your locker. Um, yeah. Do you know how many you've got? I, th- you, did you I say told 22? you in the car on the way down. Twenty two. Twenty two or twenty three. Twenty three. First class hundreds. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sh- should should be more. Should be more. Um, I remember got, I've got quite a few nineties. <laughs> <laughs> true. True. They, they did. Brooksy did mention that actually. The fact that I was um, played so many games. Two hundred and eighty five games. I think it is two seventy two eighty games. Yeah. Um, so lots of cricket. Of my head. Yeah. It, it was. It struck me. Yeah. Thirteen thousand runs. Uh, well, a thirteen and a half thousand first class runs. That is. Um, yeah. Two hundred and eighty five first class games. Been around for ages, isn't it? That's a lot. That I, is well, a, I, when I grew up, before I got in the game, 
James Foster was like quite a big name. Yeah, yeah. For me, watching watching cricket, he was the England wicketkeeper when I was watching England play. I mean, he's, he, he's sat in the studio with us. He's Is like, he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, well, he was quite a big name, oh, but, right, was, but he's absolutely pony. <laughs> no, it's still kind of surreal when you play against people and you get to know people that you watched on TV. Of course, it is. Yeah, and this happens. Yeah, yeah. This happens to Jack quite a lot as well, because yeah, because you know we, we love cricket, didn't you? You know, when Siddy, you know, you grew up and you said the first time you exactly, played against Siddy. Yeah. He was snarling and giving and you he some right me. Yeah, I was upset. Yeah. Was that the same with you? Or because you were in the England setup so early on in your career, when you then were playing all the county championship stuff, did you? Was there any players who you were kind of awestruck by, or, or you know? Um, not really. No. Um, I, I think it was quite lucky in a way because I, as I had a bit of experience with that England A, I had a bit with England, so I got to know these older fellas, and then I also knew the younger fellas on the circuit as well, you know, if it was at you, you know, through university where you played a lot of guys or just growing up. So I almost felt like I knew loads of people very quickly. The only time I've ever really been awestruck apart from when I played against Brooksy is <laughs> wow. I remember playing against um when I played against Sachin Tendulkar. Yeah. I was like, what's going on here? <clears throat> and I remember yeah, anything th- happened when you played against him um anything important or sticks in your memory? He scored a lot of runs. Right, um, come on. Something else in there, isn't there, James? Yeah, what else? There was, oh, what, not about me, but I remember <laughs> I remember in the third... I don't even know where we played in the third test because I'm just like so... was so not switched on about... India, where, was it? Yeah, it was in India, but it was in <laughs> which, which ground. And I remember Nasset... We just had one bloke on the leg side and it was mid-on and Hoggy was bowling outside off stump by about by a good foot, foot and a half not challenging the stumps with the viewer just trying to maybe bore him out and I remember just clipping balls down a fine leg and I'm thinking what is going on that's not allowed yeah. and yet he must have been I don't know how old he would have been maybe 27 but he seemed like he was 35 could have been around for ages So I think we need to tease out a little bit more about Sachin we've heard we've heard a vicious rumour that you did something relatively well yeah there's something that's glaringly obvious here that you're missing out here even on your wall apparently I dropped him have I Probably. Oh come on! It man. is actually yeah, it was it was in my wall. Um, so basically, <laughs> <laughs> stop it. We've got it. Um, so during that last test match, NASA was so Ashley Giles was bowling, and that was when the whole thing when he was bowling over the wicket, yeah. going down leg side or tightly leg leg stump sort of thing. Again, trying to negative line. Yeah, but we're trying to frustrate Tendulkar because obviously a wonderful player wasn't really turning. So what are you supposed to do? Stay over the wicket and just let them in, and, and let him milk you? I mean, it's ridiculous. So it was a great idea of coming over the wicket. And I remember he did it maybe in the second test. And I thought, oh my god, what, well, you know, what's all this about? And then I remember I kept thinking to myself, geez, I've got to stand down leg side here, start down leg side. But I've only played a handful of games. I didn't really know how to trust your instinct. And then in that third one, third test, started keeping down leg side, just starting there. I thought, well, why not? I hadn't seen it before. Anyway, so, and, and basically, the weird thing is, is that the night before, I was in my room, and so cricket's on every single channel. Yeah. Um, love it, don't they? Yeah, yeah it's, it's ridiculous. I remember um, Tim Robinson was in the, in a, in a, um, in the studio panel, and they were talking about a test match, and, and the stat came up, and he said, Sachin Tendulkar has never been stumped in test match cricket. Oh, that's interesting. Anyway, the next day, I'm keeping down leg side, standing up to Ashley Giles. I'm like, 
I'm gonna get stump in here. I'm gonna get a stump in here. And I started getting a bit anxious, getting nervous, like tense. Putting all this which is everything you don't want to do. Yeah. yeah. I thought it's just this is what's gonna happen. Hard hands gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so panicking. And it was actually a relatively simple take, really. But he came down the wicket. I was leg size. He got a good side of it. He then pitched on the stumps, took it on the offside, and stumped him. And I remember just running, <laughs> running like down the wicket, trying to go for a high five of Gilo, but Gilo's gone to square leg and I'm just running to nobody. <laughs> and then I've like done this U-turn and joined everyone. We're all just embracing, like, literally going mad. And like NASA was expletive. As you know, like in terms of, uh, of joy, because his plan had worked. So yeah, so it was bizarre. And then I remember I then, so I had three pictures of, of the same the same picture of the moment I've stumped him. It's a picture of me from behind when that, um, Tendulkar's trying to ground his bat. So the next summer, I, br I broke my arm when I came back. So I wasn't playing. So they were playing at the Oval and I gave these three pictures to Phil Neal, who was the manager. I said, still Phil. doing it. <laughs> yeah, he is still doing it. He still yeah. wears his budgie smugglers and yeah. you should get him a pair. Yeah, and um, so he loves his sun baking. So I said, Phil, there's any chance you can maybe get him to sign it? And I'm thinking, sign it, maybe sell it later on down the line. It'll be pretty cool. Earn a bit of money, <laughs> yeah. maybe. Comes, you know, a horrible bloke like that. But anyway, so he signed it. <laughs> so the first one, but he actually put a message on it. First one, he said... Um, Swear word? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. It was... Actually, I did, no, it wasn't actually too chained. It was so that... Because he probably didn't actually know who I was. So <laughs> he said, congratulations... Sachin Tendulkar. Third one was never happen again. Sachin Tendulkar. And third one was once in a blue moon. Sachin Tendulkar. So I've got like the three pictures, but it's actually in my loft somewhere. Um, I wonder how many times that question's been on Question of Sport. Who is the only English wicketkeeper to have stumped Sachin Tendulkar? And actually, I remember in the maybe towards the end of his career, I kept thinking, I'm the only bloke here. Yeah. And I was thinking, please don't run down the wicket. <laughs> at least there's <laughs> yeah. something I've maybe achieved in an international Incredible sport. stat, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's, it's amazing. Did all the other, did everyone else know that at the time, no. or was it no? no? No, it's a great start. It's mm. great. Strange. It's a good story. It is. Especially it is. when you got the photo on your downstairs loo. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't have a downstairs loo in my new house because we can't. You know, we've actually got an outside. So we've got an outside loo. loo. Yeah, old school. Talk to me about that. Why? Why have, why have you got an outside loo? He lives in the 1930s. I was going to say, what are we? Do, we, do you ration your food as well? Yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got, a, I've got the kids, and I make sure that they have their X amount. Do you, do, do you share the bath water and stuff yeah. as well? No, so we... I thought we were bad up north in Yorkshire. Yeah. Bloody well, It's old school. It's old school. <laughs> you know, Loughton, Essex, it's old school. So, um, but no, it's actually in my, in my loft somewhere. So I, I don't, I'm not really one for getting... Hang on, your bathroom's in your loft, or is it? <laughs> <laughs> the loft isn't outside yeah. up north. I'm not really one to get things... Albeit, I did have that in my house, in our old house. But then when we moved, I, I don't really enjoy... Having that, those kind of the things. I'm a podcast. Tell us about the living room interior. Two up, two well, down. Well, you say that I absolutely love interior design and architecture. So we we did our we went up into the loft. But actually, when I'm saying well, I've got this picture is actually in like um, you know a dusty where we're storing all sorts of yeah. bits and pieces. But you know, I'm I'm massively into that. Oddly, really, I love it. Absolutely love it. I'm on it every day. What uh, what did you do? Yeah. At, what did you do at uni, by the way? I did sports science. Sports so, science. Yeah, it doesn't really help me it's at just all. Just a three-year degree, isn't it? To get yeah. on the lab. <laughs> Correct. What did you get? Um, I, I think it was a first actually. 
Was it? Brains yeah. as well. You think it was a first, no, or you know it was a two-two. Such a nerd, isn't it? It was a two-two. No, it was a desi. If you got a two-two, you'd have been thick. If you got a first, was your nerd, as Brooksy said. I'm two-two, so thick. Were you playing for England while you were still at U? Yeah. Ridiculous. Isn't it? Yeah. I think you're allowed so, to get two, two, yeah. <laughs> so basically, yeah. So then, when I came back after that um, India tour, um, what happened? oh yeah, so I broke my arm. So I, I kind of avoided. Um, Who broke your arm? Um, a guy called Andy Clark. Yeah, Nobby Clark. So the odd thing is, is arm wrestling or no? So no. So we basically. <laughs> so I had about two weeks off after. So we went to India, New, uh, Zimbabwe, India, New Zealand that winter. Um, and I had like maybe 10 days, two weeks off um, was what they was prescribed to me. So I was like, okay, cool. And so I had my arm guard and Nobby Clark, Andy Clark, was like, oh, mate, can I borrow your arm guard in the next couple? I don't have one. I said, yeah, yeah, no worries. Knock yourself out. Anyway, so I get back into practicing um, and then I, I take my cricket stuff to the net. So we're outside. I can't be bothered to walk back to the change room and get, get padded up. So I'm keeping and then I'm right. Cause I said to Clark, make sure when I come back, can you put my arm guard in my bag? So he said, yeah, 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 no problem. Anyways, I get padded up, get padded up. I went, Clarky, um, where's my arm guard? I said, oh, sorry, mate, I've left it in my bag in the change room. I said, oh, don't worry about it. So I've then gone into the net, and then I think that I, I might have shuffled down a wicket. Clarky was bowling, dug one in. I've ducked, not bounced, hit me on the arm, broke my arm, and then, and then and cheers, that's cheers. Yeah, and then that, that was me done. Which, which is this guy? Is it Dave Fulton who, yeah. who got, got hit in the eye? Hit in the eye. Yeah, yeah that and this is quite a dangerous yeah. sport. Really? machine. There's a clip of it on YouTube. Yeah, it's yeah, horrible. It is. Really Sickening. He has. Yeah, speakers, Make, makes thousands of pounds, doesn't he? Yeah. Who faults? Yeah, yeah. Just good golf. Oscar Sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you do you play any golf yourself? I'm a terrible golfer. I, I don't enjoy it. No, I really don't. But I need to because it's quite a social, you know, for life after cricket. Yeah, but it's I a good say way that, to... and I just can't get into it. No. Really? Because I'm rubbish and I get frustrated easily. I'm like, no. yeah, yeah, that's the well, thing. Those cricketers that don't like golf, it's no. refreshing to hear. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't actually have any clubs, so I always used to borrow my dad's, which are our best part about twenty years old. I think Mizuno <laughs> is the brand. I don't know if right, that okay. exists. Yeah, yeah, they're all right. Not, <laughs> yeah, 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 good yeah. footballs. Not, nothing feels like a Mizuno. Other <laughs> golf club brands are available. Um, you're a, you're a county champion then now. Yeah. So you've been how good is that? Because you've yeah. been at Essex for so long, and like you said, you know when he was talking about it earlier, you could tell he loved it. You know, you love Essex. He's very humble, is James. Yeah, yeah. But you, I think secretly, yeah, he's not. <laughs> if he had a few beers, he'd be. Different man. All oh, right. Okay. Peronis, his eyes will go. Yeah, we've got any in here. Well, <laughs> is it worth mentioning to the listeners that you brought your county championship medal in with you today? Is that worth mentioning or just I, just to show us? No other reason. We weren't going to mention. No, I, I didn't. I don't like showing off. <laughs> I've actually got it in my pocket. I'd have brought both mine if we'd done that. <laughs> to be fair, we actually got we <laughs> yes. we we got a medal the other day at Lords. Um, so you, I think you guys, when you won it, you went to Buckingham Palace. Some house in London, yeah. I can't or remember Buckingham what it was Palace called. Or 10 Downing Street. Who did you meet there? Jack. Um, Philip, someone. All oh, right, okay, big yeah. Big Phil. Oh, Big Phil. The Duke, I think they call him. Yeah, the old racist fella. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> legend, absolute legend. <laughs> yeah, yeah and ours, legend. ours was really not, not quite sort of... Here at Lords with Michael Parkinson. Yeah, that, I mean, that was great, obviously, seeing Michael Parkinson. But it was, we kind of just, it was all a bit, a bit odd. It was a bit... Well, it's only Essex, isn't it? Yeah, it was like the, these. I'm surprised they didn't take you to Sugar Hut and give you a few bottles of Grey <laughs> well, Goose or something. You know why though? It's because the Duke stood down from his royal duties, yeah, and he was yeah. a—he doesn't do any of that anymore. So then we got this. Right. So which cat really champions won't go to Buck Palace anymore. So yeah. really, Middlesex would have done it for the last time. Oh, he's cool though, isn't he? Yeah, he, he spoke yeah. with um, Cowdery, had a, and him did a Q and A. 
But it was, yeah, it was, um, it was, yeah. Mm. You, not, but, don't hear that very often, a day out of Lords, they're not happy with it. Yeah, it was a, it was a long <laughs> day. It was like, I think we all thought, you know, it would be on in the, in the long, uh, look, I'm, I'm sounding disrespectful. <laughs> and, and it is Lords. Yeah, you are, yeah. Yeah, I'm, 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 yeah, but we were like, oh, long room, we're going to maybe have a few, Few share bits, yeah. few, few sharpeners, and it will yeah. be in, oh, you know, big ground. And next person coming in is man, right tennis cards and rabbit power. But it was, yeah, yeah wasn't, we were up in one of this, one of the boxes. It's quiet when we were at the palace, though, when we got ours. I bet it was. It's was just it? literally in a single file, you go past, shake his hand. He's only in the room with you for about half an hour whilst you're all mingling. You're yeah. there for a few hours, but he's only actually in the room with you for about half an hour, and then he goes off to do other duties. But you're still there drinking Earl Grey or whatever and having the sandwiches <laughs> and just looking around at all the architecture and. Architecture. Trying to use the toilet, oh, trying to do stuff. Hey, yeah, hey, you look at him, he's going, oh, you can see him sweating, Ooh. sweating bobs now, he's fuzzy. Do you know, the, uh, some sort of facts, like all the paintings in Buckingham Palace, some of the lads were like, how much is this one, how much is this one? And one of the people who was working there, all dressed up. Like, thinking about nicking him or? <laughs> yeah, I think it was, yeah. And uh, this bloke came along and said, yeah, the total worth of the paintings in Buckingham Palace could cure the national debt. Is that no right? way. So really? you could think they could flog a few off to help the country out, couldn't you, but... Yeah, yeah, you could. Yeah, <laughs> Sounds like good welcome to the Shackles Rock Podcast, <laughs> um, cricket fun-loving family podcast. <laughs> we'll, we'll, thanks for that, Jack. <laughs> Love it, eh? Knowledge is power. <laughs> oh dear, incredible! I was actually, you know, I was more talking about actually winning the county championship, yeah. not just the you know crap yeah, function I mean, that you had at the end. <laughs> it was, it, look, it is. It's all about the memories, as Ronnie keeps telling us. Our, our chairman of yeah. cricket, Ronnie Rani, who's Rani. Yeah, yeah, top man. Army fan. Yeah. Ledge. So, look, I mean, we went into that season and we, I mean, we went to James Middlewich's wedding and we just got promoted. Um, and we were having a few cigars, celebrating with Midders, and then we were talking a bit, a bit about shop. And, um, and obviously, we were both on the orange juices. But. <laughs> Well, definitely are, weren't. Yeah. You don't have to say that on it. I, okay, oh, okay, yeah. That's what we, we, we were battered. In fact, I saw a picture the other day. But anyway, well, um, but anyway, so yeah, so so Brooksy was um, questioning we were, you, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and I said, I reckon we've got no chance. And to be fair, I thought we'd probably struggle to stay up. And ultimately, your, your words were, <laughs> "We'll have one year in Division One." Well, yeah, I, 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 <laughs> that's how confident he was. He didn't start in the, in the first team that year either, did he? Oh my goodness, are you kidding? So, so you actually thought you had no chance? Um, well, I just didn't think we were going to win it at all. I thought the best case scenario for us would be to stay up because ultimately the teams that Germany come up, yeah, go straight back down. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the issue. Unless you maybe test match ground, maybe the resources, maybe the year before might have had a bad, bad year. So I thought we had no chance. That, that was a general consensus, so it wasn't just you, was it? Yeah, no, well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if everyone's as honest as what I was thinking, but you know, and I've and all the we've had press day the other day, and I say, so, yeah, no, I, I thought we had no chance. But then they can make a make a film one day. Well, yeah. you know, but they talk about they they sort of liken it to the old Leicester City winning. Yeah, yeah. The um, Premier League. Mm. Obviously not. Are you the Jamie Vardy of the two? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Red Bull and doing you know kick ups with a piece of chewing gum on the outfield. <laughs> I wish. Um, but yeah, so we went into that season, and, and I, th I think it was one of those things that we were very, I guess, lucky that our bowlers stayed fit. We got a very good bowling attack, but they stayed fit pretty much the whole time. And I think the start of the season, we also managed to save a couple of games when we were up massively up against it. We um, drew a couple. You had Cookie for five games, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, and, and it, Chucky, 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 
Is that a pet name for him? What what is in this coffee? The um old old Chucky, he 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 banged him out. But we we just got on a roll. We got on a roll and it was bizarre. I remember we won we beat Surrey at Guildford. <laughs> My head's gone. Chucky banged them out. <laughs> oh, good grief. Lads, come on. Chucky churned them out. I'm listening, and, James. Uh, thank you. Sorry, James. And uh, this one. James, I don't get called that real All right, then. Um, <laughs> we beat Surrey at Guildford, and we lost a bowl a guy called Matt Quinn, who's, one of, who's a really, really good bowler. But he back blew up, and he's had a stress fracture career. Oh, sorry, that's that summer finish for him. But... So we were massively up against the game. We managed to get, they got uh, 450. We then managed to get a bit of a lead. And then we were then lit, thought, oh, we're going to have to sort of save the game. But then Harmer and basic bowl from one end. And we had Wagner and Porter bowl from the other end. We then basically managed to bowl them out. Um, like bowled phenomenally well on a good pitch. And we chased them maybe three or four down. And I think that's when we really started thinking... Hello. Jeez, you know, we've come back from the dead here. You know, that's what, that sort of win gives you a lot of confidence, a lot of belief. We'd beaten Hampshire maybe a few games before. wasn't playing, but Porter steam rolled in the first innings and was, you know, he was just a joke. What year he had, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was phenomenal. Like, Porter and Harmer were ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and then we just got on a roll. And then, I mean, we won 10 out of 14 games. Bizarre. It was bizarre. And we just kept, you know, and... We then got through in the 2020 period, then you go back to Championship Cricket, and we think, Jesus, you know, I hope we kind of managed to maintain yeah. that momentum. And we Good. played um, Brooks in Yorkshire at, uh, at Scarborough, and you thought, well, it's going to be a tough game. We ended up winning in two days. I mean, it was a spicy pitch. Mo Amir was an absolute jet. Porter yeah. was a jet. Well, yeah, it helps, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, he was he's the best bowler I've ever kept wicket to. Who? Uh, uh, Mo Amir. Really? Yeah. Really? He is a freak. He was so skillful. Seriously, he bowled, he bowled sharp, and then um, he bowled a lot of unplayable balls, and he came around the wicket as well. He came around the wicket, swinging so, it. So it was like we're in the slips, and people are going, "Why is Mo coming around the wicket?" You know, because it's hooping from over, you yeah. know, and it's getting people out, like nick off or bowled. It'll be he's coming around the wicket. And they thought, "No, no, no, it's a bad idea." But it was almost like it was. It wasn't reverse. It was genuine swing. Mm. But he swung the ball so late. And he made good players look absolutely nowhere. Which mm. sort of sandpaper do you use? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know, Brooksy, I'd be having an inquest here with well, these boys. Well, there's B&Q, which I've been to earlier. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. That's why you were there. Yeah, yeah. It all makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and then we then we won that in style, but then you just, again, kept the, you thought, well, I believe, kept going. And I, and I kept thinking, maybe we'll have a little speed bump along the way, and maybe like, how are we going to react to that? But we just never had it. We just we played incredible cricket, and some games again we were massively up against it, and we we just won. Like we mounted, we bowled a lot of teams out in the session last year. Mm. Yeah. Which, how, how heavy do you think Silver's influence was on that? He was very. I mean, I think Silver's and and Mags, uh, Anthony McGrath and mm. um, Ryan Tenderscott were a brilliant partnership. So you got Silver's and Mags at the top. Obviously, Ronnie above above yeah. them as sort of chairman of cricket. It's a bit like a director of cricket, but it's a unpaid role. And, but those two trust each other like so much, and and I think when you've got a good relationship, and a different different styles of people in the way, and it just worked really well. Tendo was brilliant. Ryan Tenskai, captain, was brilliant, and it just it, to fair we just kept things very simple. I mean, there was no magic real form, but ultimately guys performed. 
And then if you looked at the side that we had, okay, you got your senior statesmen, old people like myself, and you know a few others who've been around the block a bit. And then you've got your young fellows. And generally, I'm not saying senior players necessarily going to be good players, but normally your younger players maybe like I call them sometimes daisy players. Some days you do, some days you don't. And because that's they're young and inexperienced. So they might play well for a game, maybe not for three games, play well, you know, then hopefully then the older players maybe help out and but the younger players were were ridiculously good. Like Lawrence averaging over forty. I guess Wes Wesley isn't that young anymore, but you got so you got Wes and then you had Jamie Porter who's what was he, twenty four maybe? And he's and then we had young new guys coming in, we got a few injuries. You know, a few little and a young guy called Sam Cook, who was literally like a, a junior Dave Masters. A Dave Masters who played for us many years, an absolute jet with the ball, like just nips it around. And he just came in. It was it was bizarre. It was a really bizarre summer. Talk to me then, Barmy Army legend, <clears throat> and Chris will sort of testify to this, is the chef, Alistair Cook. Yeah. So what's it been like playing with him? I know, you know, albeit fairly sporadically. Pretty average, pretty average. Yeah. yeah, I know he's. I know he's never there, but I, he's I, overrated. overrated. I think he's burgled a career. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll leave it. Look, we'll leave it there. Okay. <coughs> he's like he's so annoyingly nice, so annoyingly good, just a top bloke. And so, if you think last X amount of years, but having said that, whenever he's been around, he's been brilliant. But last couple of years, he, when he's played for us, we've had him for maybe two two months a season, and he's um, scored a lot of runs, which is brilliant. But it's not just about that. He his presence, everyone kind of just raises their I don't mean their game, but their their mindset. Just naturally, he doesn't demand that. He doesn't verbally talk about that, but he just he just seems to drag people along with him. Obviously, his you know a lot of attention to detail is is ridiculous. Um, you know, and he works exceptionally hard, but he, he he loves playing for Essex. He really does, and he really really enjoyed. Okay, because with the last couple of years we've won a lot of games, so obviously that makes it more enjoyable. But he he said he's really really enjoyed it, and he just he's just a it makes it really enjoyable to play with him. And you know, and he's you know he, he doesn't give it the large run. He's not one of those guys. You know, you hear about people come back from playing England and talk about themselves in the third person. He's just a solid, solid bloke. Yeah, um, <clears throat> quick story on him. I know we've not got long, but a quick story. We we were in um, Adelaide, and Cookie Cookie texted Joe and he said, "Get in touch with the Barmy Army. Um, give him these jumpers." So he gave us two jumpers. I went to the hotel in Adelaide, picked up the jumpers. Anyway, um, sorry, in Brisbane. Then we get to Adelaide, and it's quite cold in Adelaide. And I get a call <laughs> on day two off Joe, just as he's on his way to the ground, Joe Roo, and he says, any chance you can bring Cookie's jumpers back for him? <laughs> and he said... For so, the game? For the game, yeah. Wow. So I had to run down, meet him outside the nets after his net and give him his jumpers back for him to play it. You giving his away as a kit during the during the series? Give away his kit for, to auction for the PCA Benevolent Fund and then he, he no gave way. us them back at the end of the test match after he worn them again. <laughs> a great little story, yeah. That's cracking. That is, that's, that, that's, that's great, that's great. <clears throat> I like that. Chris, Barmy Army quiz quickly before the end Yes, yeah, so um, um, for Fozzy. As you know, it's a true or false quiz about Fozzy for Brooksy. Mm-hmm. So um, the first question is, true or false, like our wicketkeeper last week, has... Fozzie taken a first-class wicket. Yes, because I witnessed it, unbelievably. He's only got one. 
It was Niall O'Brien when he was playing against uh, Fozzie was playing against Northants. These Irish batsmen, yeah. they, they fear the keepers. Paul Nixon got one. It was Will Porterfield. Oh really? Mm. In toss-up international, well. uh, in international cricketers. Yeah, I know. That's it. Unbelievable. Great scouts. He celebrated it as if he had just won oh, come the World on. Cup. So you were watching in what capacity? <laughs> I was trialling for Northants that summer. I think it was 2008. I just happened to be there watching the game um, near the end. I think it was one of the last games of the summer. You're thinking, what and on I'm earth like, is going I'm on? I'm watching the game. Championship cricket is toss-ups. So like, what am I watching here? James Foster's bowling, and they're all whacking fours and sixes there. And then suddenly, Nobby just pulls one to mid-wicket, and they <laughs> celebrate. He just dipped. Great, did it? Was it yeah, absolute yeah. Just, beat, just beat him? Yeah, basically put him a few more revs on it. So. <laughs> Made it dip a bit. De- deceptive. Similar to the lion, actually. Oh, <laughs> no. action. <laughs> Up and over. Better Great. First class wicket. First class wicket. God, boy. Right, true or false? Ralph Foster, the founder of Foster's Lager, actually named the beer after James Foster because he was such a big fan of how good he was. True or false, Brooksy? <laughs> Oh god. Uh I don't think that's true. Fuzzy? Correct. <laughs> it's a shame. It's a yeah, shame. It's a bad lager, one. isn't it? It's a bad lager. Good You're about as Australian as that lager though, aren't you, to be fair? Well yeah. Well, He's married one. Yeah. Married in. Yeah. Right. Oh actually yeah, far more Australian. Yeah. 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 They were after a key for the Aussie. series. They went quite old as well, didn't they? Say again? <laughs> With Tim Payne, they went quite old for this actually. Yeah. yeah. Know, maybe they got a sniff if Bluey goes down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, Still the best keeper in the country, he should get a sniff, shouldn't he? Ooh, yeah, Fuzzy. Everyone says, I've everyone does say this. Yeah, I, I think they're talking about a few years ago. Really? Yeah, exactly. you know, I've just got to get more super glue on the gloves. That's what I've got to do. <laughs> so humble. <laughs> Last one. True or false? Fuzzy has been given a two-game ban for an on-field incident. By I enjoyed this. It was on TV, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it, was it in a T20 Surrey. match? Against I remember Surrey watching enough. that. Well. You were so irate. What was your answer? Go for true then. <laughs> yes, it's true. It's, it's the actually, eyes went. No, no, and he was irate. It, my, my eyes went, but I was, it's actually false. What? So, so, yeah, yeah. No, so I got three points for I think descent. So bat pointing and on your driving license. <laughs> yeah. So basically, I was disappointed with something, and then yeah. Any, anyway, so I, I was walking off the pitch because I was like being. I think I'm out. So it was a full toss. I thought it was above waist height, and we're walking off. And then as I'm literally getting over the line, just before I get on the line, that's going, no, no, go back, go back, it's a no ball. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I then walk back, and then I'm like, oh, I think I'm back in. Um, and then one of the umpires, who will uh, remain nameless, was a little bit, I thought, condescending. And he was like, and I didn't like the way he said that I was out. So I... Name it. No. Name it. No, 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 I can't. I can't. No. Okay. Right. No, no. no. Um, it's like drinking. It's like, oh, no. Okay. Um, so yeah. So I, I swore, which is obviously it's not ideal. No. Um, but yeah. So you're not allowed to show dissent, or I was, I said something about, oh, that's another one you got wrong today, or something like that. So, but yeah. So I only got three points out. But as I was captain at the time, I don't know why I was captain of Essex. I mean, I'm a terrible captain. But I. But other guys got points for descent. Um, I think Grant Flower might have knocked out a stump when he was given out once, and there was a few other things. But then it totaled up, I think, up to about 12 points. But then as captain, I then have to, you, you carry the brunt for the teams. So you should. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Cheers, Smithy. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> absolutely. So, um, so yeah, so, so then I, so, yeah, so, so, I, 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 yeah, so I then got banned for that, not because of my. Um, you should have done that. It was a great outburst, and it was on TV. Mm-hmm. Right yeah. on the telly as well, cracking. Yeah, I, I, I haven't seen it actually. 
Have you not? No. It'll be on YouTube, I'm sure. No, surely not. Surely not. <laughs> Is it um, slightly off topic? Go on. I heard a rumour that James Foster, when he gets padded up, ready to bat, no. he then has to go for a poo every time. I want to get to the bottom. No, <laughs> no. I think it's it a cracking rumour. I think it happened once with, with Midders, because you've got that off, off Jimmy Middlebrook, haven't you? Well, I don't Jimmy. know. A little James birdie told me. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> so it was only, I think it was at Northampton. I was like, Midders, I'm... I'm on here you, you've got to go and then wicket went down he's like Fozzie and I can't I'm like <laughs> so he, he went out the bat so but there's actually Tendo our, our captain he so I'm he'll be at six or about seven and then often he'll be Fozzie you've got to get your pads on here I'm, I'm like what he's, <laughs> but he's a very quick to be fair so I'm more of a leisurely kind of man I can't newspaper sat there for 20 minutes yeah, yeah, I, I, I can't, I can't I, yeah, <laughs> yeah true I should be quick I should have learned so Oh dear. Um, so before we let you go, what are your? Ch- I mean, it's no really good asking him, but I was going to say, what are his chances for Essex this season? I've got no <laughs> chance. We've we, we got no <laughs> chance. Not great predicting. Here we, here we go we, again. We've got no chance. Got I'd, no chance. I'd have been more happy from a Yorkshire perspective if you'd have um, actually just said, "Oh yeah, we're going to win it again this year, back to back." You know, because you know. But I mean, I'd, I'd love. To, obviously, obviously, we we are aiming to win, to win the you know defend our championship, but it's going to be hard work. It'll be tough. I guess the mindset of maybe us coming up and other teams playing against us would have mm. been different last year. So, so now they might think, actually, look at these Essex Y boys. We're going to take them out. So Good team. as in, back take over. them out, not on a night out, but as in, probably as well. Yeah, if it gets rained, right tactical decision. <laughs> so yeah, like it's been this week. But it's, but I, I then look at that. But I, th- I think, geez, how hard it will be. But it's very achievable as long as we strip back, keep it simple remind ourselves what we did so well last year but when I look at Yorkshire the fact they did it two years in a row and then almost won it three years in a row I mean that's just without peeing in your pocket because you still cry about it but that's that's a phenomenal achievement yeah you know that's that's like sort of legacy kind of stuff Mm. which is so hard to even win it back to back yeah it's completely different how teams play against you the pitches they prepare your attitude and the way you play teams obviously you still want to take the last year's momentum into this year as Mm. well but um, it's completely different but if you get on a roll again which yeah. we managed to do the, the year we backed it up then you feel like you can just take anyone down and just kind of it's turning those kind of games that look like they slide into a draw as well isn't it into yeah. you know well, we've just won that one like you were saying yeah. earlier you, yeah. know, ten, winning, you don't win 10 out of 14 yeah. games without sort of kind of nicking a few do you so. yeah. no you're right I mean, I mean you think a few times like, I mean we won it against Middlesex at our place with one day was rained out it was the old day night games mm. and uh, we won in the penultimate over and, and I, it was the things I, to go your way was, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. things like that but it was through phenomenal cricket yeah it's not, it's not luck is no, it no yeah. but it's like you know if Finney hadn't padded up to a straight one then you know, <laughs> that who, who, who knows yeah. yeah yeah but it was like it was, it was so funny actually that ball because like they're trying to take so much time out of the game so we'd get a wicket and it would take forever we're like like Milnesy was umpire right you know um you know, we're like, we're going to appeal, we're going to appeal because they're t- it was taking forever. You know, fair enough because they're trying to slow the game. And anyway, Finney came out to bat and Harmer's bowled an arm ball. To be fair, it was well disguised. And he's gone to play it and he's started putting up his hands. I'm like, oh my God, he's leaving this. And just as he's gone to hit his pad, he's gone, oh no. <laughs> and he's just like head down. We've then trying to chase Harmer. We're just like running around like little schoolgirls. It was a great win.
<laughs> Incredible stuff. James, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on the Thanks podcast as well. Um, and if you haven't done already, uh, please subscribe to our podcast channel on iTunes or wherever else you can go. If you, by the way, if you've got an Android and people go, oh, I want to listen, um, go on Pod. That's a good thing, James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, it is a good thing. Sorry, I'll, I'll cut the impression. Um, <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so you can go on the Podbean app. The, the Podbean app. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, yeah, so thank you very much, James, and uh, we'll see you next time. Podcast Network.